Thank you, Jesus. We appreciate you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. Just worship him. Worship him in the house. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Hallelujah. We worship you. 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 We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. There is no like you, Lord. There is no before you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We worship you, Elohim. We worship you, Adonan. We worship you. You are faithful. You are dependable. Thank you, Jesus, for another beautiful day. Thank you, Jesus, for what you do for us. We appreciate you. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, Abba Father. We worship you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Accept our worship. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Hallelujah. Welcome to day two of our 21 days fast. Hallelujah. It's been declared that this fasting shall activate protection. It shall activate peace. It shall activate prosperity. It shall activate preservation in our lives in the name of Jesus. There will be rumors of many calamities around the world, but it will not come near you in the name of Jesus. There will be rumor of famine. It will not come near you in the name of Jesus. There will be rumor of disease and a, a, a outbreak of plagues everywhere, but it will not come near you. The Lord will arise and his face will be seen upon you in the name of Jesus. His hand will be visible upon you in the name of Jesus. I was reading uh, a report just a few minutes ago that there is an outbreak of Ebola in Uganda. It's very serious. You know, um, there would be noise because these are uh, uh, a, a, a time and a period of the fulfillment of the prophecy that we'll be reading in the word of God. But the Bible says we will hear of this, but it will not come near us. Hallelujah. You will prosper in this season. There are report news of uh, evil about to befall Nigeria. There is a plan to evade Abuja, evade Lagos, evade the entire nation Nigeria. But it will not come near you. The Lord shall disappoint them. The Lord shall set them against themselves. They shall be fed with their own flesh. They shall be drunk with their own blood. In the name of Jesus Christ. A thousand will fall at your right hand. Ten thousand at your left hand. But you do not come near you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. Lord God Almighty will receive grace to abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. In the name of Jesus. His presence will you abide perpetually this season. His presence will remain your abode in this season. In the name of Jesus. You will hear his voice and tell you what to, what to do and what to do, what you need to do. In the name of Jesus. His voice will not be strange to you. You will recognize his voice. And you will act accordingly in the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we pray. You may be seated. Hallelujah. This is our month of covenant of preservation. Covenant of preservation. You see, while we aspire for many things, we have dreamed for many things, but you need to be preserved to enjoy what you aspire for. Your life has to be secure for whatever you are believing God for, for you to enjoy it. Can I have Psalm 91 on the screen? Like we are instructed, make sure you meditate on this creature at least every day. It reassures that God will always be with us. Hallelujah. He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisy pestilence. 
he shall cover us with his feathers and under his weed we shall trust his truth shall be our shield and butler and we shall not be afraid for the terror by night or for the arrow that flies by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness not for the destruction that wasted a new day. A thousand shall fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand. But it shall not call nigh us in the name of Jesus. Only with our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked. He said, because thou hast made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the most high God, our habitation. God shall be our habitation this season. He shall be our habitation this season. He said, there, there shall no evil before us. Neither shall any play corner that dwelling in the name of Jesus. This was the scripture that resonated with my spirit. The moment I read that there is a massive outbreak of Ebola in Uganda. This is just a neighboring country. And now they are sending warning to a neighboring African country that they had to put themselves together. And think some days ago, I just have in my spirit that they are planning another lockdown. They are looking for anything they can use. But in the midst of it, God will frustrate them. He said, There shall no evil before the nether shall end the plague. You can hear of Ebola, you can hear of a coronavirus, you can hear of new viruses, but it shall not come near you in the name of Jesus. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. May the Lord keep you in all his ways. May the Lord keep you in all his way. Can we rise to our feet? We pray, Lord God, for the vessel you have prepared this evening. We ask that you speak, speak through him expressly. We ask that you empower him and open, O oh God, the heaven and reveal mystery through him in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask that he decrease while you increase through him in the name of Jesus. He will not speak according to his understanding and wisdom, but he will speak the wisdom of Christ in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive the ministry of your servant this evening. We ask, oh God, that you magnify your name in him and through him to the glory of your name alone. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. A clap of as we welcome Brother Maru to the pulpit. Let us stand, please. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise Worthy is your name Worthy is your name Jesus You deserve the praise Worthy is your name Worthy is your name Jesus, you deserve our praise. Worthy is your name. Sing, worthy is your name. Jesus, you deserve our praise. Worthy is your name. One more time. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve our praise. Worthy is your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Elohim, we say thank you. Adonai, we reverence your name. Elohim, we worship your name. Early on, that never fails. Holy Spirit, we worship you this evening. We thank you because in you we find wisdom. In you we find peace. Lord God Almighty, I decrease for you to increase. I have no words of my own. 
Help me raise my lips. Help me lift my tongue. Help me pronounce every word you say. Grant our heart, O God, reception, Lord, that we will receive your word tonight. Lord God Almighty, we ask for your divine presence. We ask for your divine presence. And by the blood of Jesus, let the gates, O God, of, of the word of wisdom be opened unto me. By the blood of Jesus, let the gates, O God, of word of knowledge be opened unto me. And at the end, O God, every heart, O God, will live here rejoicing. Life transformed, O God. Those that will be viewing us online, Lord, will be blessed also. Thank you, Abba, Father. We seal this environment with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Before you take your seat, please help me celebrate our daddy, our pastor. Put your hands together for him. Daddy, thank you. And also celebrate our mommy for this opportunity. And uh, we will not forget the workforce of this church. Please put your hands together for them. And for yourself also, clap for yourself. For granting me the opportunity to come and bring God's word to you. Praise the Lord. You cannot have your seat. Praise the Lord. We'll be blessed tonight in Jesus' name. Now, uh, if you look back in the current, that is, this season we are in, how God has been dealing with us from one stage to another, to the point of asking us to be separated unto him, to draw near to him, and also to return to the place of prayer, and also telling us that he has sent us into the world. You get to understand that God is pointing towards a particular thing, and he's drawing us back to his order. What we, as, uh, as the natural man, termed as the old order, a place where we see God the way he is. We walk with him the way he is. And by so doing, we'll be blessed for it. Praise the Lord. And more also, uh, due to the current event, when God is saying things are going to happen in the future, or maybe things are going to be happening that are terrible, he's not saying it for you to be scared. He's just saying it for you to know that he is God, for you to depend totally on him, and for you to trust in him. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Uh, Mida, can you give me Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 through 18. Matthew 25. Now, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. He called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave Please give me good news translation. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Once there was a man who was about to leave home. And on a trip, he called his servants and put them in charge of his property. He gave to each one according to his ability. Please take note of that word. He gave to each one according to his ability. To one, he gave five, 5,000 gold coins. To another, he gave 2,000. And to another, he gave 1,000. Then he left on his trip. Please leave it there. Now, as children of God, we all have a role to play in God's vineyard. Now, this evening, God is asking us, the gift I gave to you, what have you been doing with it? Or what have you done with it? The gift he gave you. God has given every one of us a gift. Now, when we read this passage, most times what comes to our mind is, okay, being called as a pastor or being called uh, as a, an evangelist, all of that. No, there are gifts that God has given to you. God has given you his anointing. He has given you grace also to do something. That grace that God has given to you, what have you been doing with it? 
or what are you doing or what have you done with it he has bestowed you with a gift an anointing he has bestowed you with a grace to do certain things that will bring glory to his name he has bestowed you with one stature to bring praise to his name what have you done with it or what are you doing with it i pray god to help us this evening in the name of jesus now if you read for that description let's go to the next verse he said the servant who had received five thousand coins went at once and invested his money and earned another five thousand in the same way the servant who had received two thousand coins earned another two thousand but the servant who had received one thousand one thousand coins went off dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money stop there now when you read this passage it's not talking about maybe you go somewhere because god has given you a gift then you now dig the ground and cover it it's just it's pointing us towards the direction it says now from from this now you can see that there are so many ways we bury that which god has given to us we do that with our character let's take for instance and now you are in church god has given you a gift okay he gave you an op opportunity you are to be the one to clean the church it's an office and there's a grace attached to it there are some people when they clean the church after sweeping when you come into the church because it is anointed there is this presence of god that you will feel so now because somebody offended you in church and you be like no ah uh, i cannot do this anymore you go away instead of you doing that which god has given to you to do you look at man and then you throw away that office you have buried your gifts you have buried that talent that god has given to you and then somehow god has given you this gift to glorify his name to bring men into his household everyone you should all know this everyone in the household of god has a role to play you are not here by mistake especially you in majestic house you are not here by mistake god did not order your steps here for you to just come and sit down hear the word of god from the altar and then you go back home no you have a role to play and god has given you a gift god has given you a talent now let's look at the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 13. It was he who gave gifts to people. He's talking about God. He appointed some to be apostles, others to be prophets, others to be evangelists, others to be pastors and teachers. The next verse. He did this to prepare all God's people for the work of Christian service in order to build up the body of Christ. Go back to the first verse. Now, he gave gifts. God has given everyone gifts. He gave some apostle. Now, as an apostle, he is one with divine wisdom. A man with divine wisdom. Some of us, God has given you wisdom. As in God has bestowed upon you a particular wisdom in an area, in an office that you, you are to maximize that gift and use it to praise his name. Some he also made what? Prophets. Prophets are these people that can see ahead of time. They see ahead of time. They know what's coming in the future. And then they give warning as against it so that people will not fall into it. And some he gave what? The gift of as an evangelist. He made some as an evangelist. As an evangelist, the one that you will see somebody going astray. This person is going astray from the work, from what? From the ways of God. And then in compassion, you have to see that person. Then you draw that person back to God by what? Saying God's word or speaking God's word to the person. So everyone has a role to play. As a pastor, you are a leader. In that feed, in that office that you are. You are meant to lead. You are meant to lead God's people. And then the anointing God has given to you. He did not just give it to you for your own profiting. 
the essence of God giving you this anointing, this grace, is for the world at large. It's to be a blessing to his children on the earth. So when you see God gives you, maybe God gives you a grace in an area that when you lay hands on the sick, they will be healed. Instead of you doing it, you start going back, you, you hold it back. You have buried your gift. And that is not a good one. Now, sometimes we pray to God as children of God. Like, for instance, now we are in the fasting season and we'll be asking for more from God. God, for instance, you go to God, God, make me a vessel. Let me be useful in your hand. Let me be a useful vessel in your hand. And God now makes an opportunity for you to be a useful vessel by bringing somebody who is sick. And the person now comes to tell you, Ah, sir, or sister, I have a headache. Instead of you to utilize that opportunity that God has given to you, you ask the person, Have you taken Panadol? Okay, are you on medication? God has answered your prayer. That prayer that you prayed that moment that God, let me be a vessel in your hand. Let me be a useful vessel in your hand. Use me to your own glory. And then God now says, yes, I will answer this prayer. I want to use this person for my own glory. He now brings somebody to you. All you need to do is to what? Cause that sickness. And it will go. That way, you have used your gift. Like the one that received what? Five talents. The one that received 5,000 coins. You have used your gift in glorifying God. And one thing you should know is, when God gives you an anointing, if you fail to use it, you will not go to the next stage. It is in using the anointing that he has given to you, you unlock the next stage. It's just like, you know, sometimes there are certain things that, that we do in the natural. In the natural, that, that happens in the natural and it's just a kind of it represents what it is in the spiritual for instance if you are playing a game you play the game in stage one you get to a particular you must finish that game till you get to that particular stage then you unlock the next stage you must finish it so when god gives you an anointing you can't just wake up and go and raise the dead when you have not been able to cast out the demon that is, uh, uh, that, is that, that causes sickness before you go to the next stage, you must exhaust the one that he has given to you. You must use it. It's just like in an office. When you appoint somebody to be in charge of a particular department and you now find out that the person is carrying out his, his or her duty, you will entrust more roles to that person. And you now say, yes, this man, I have given him this. He was able to handle it well. He can handle other offices. That's how God operates. God has blessed every one of us. He has given every one of us anointing. He has given every, every one of us grace. But you cannot grow and go to the next stage if unless you use that which he has given to you. So the question is, what are you doing with the gift that God has given to you? What have you done with it? Now, some people will say, uh, me, I'm not a pastor. God has sent us, according to the message we had last, God has sent us into this world. He gave us an assignment to do. Everyone has a role to play. Even in your office, you have a role to play. You are not just there to work for the money alone. You are to represent God. You are to manifest God in that office. Even as a caterer, ask yourself, as a child of God, don't you think it is it is it is of paramount as it is very very important that when someone eats your food, when the person is sick, by the time they finish eating your food, something should jump inside them. That thing you are doing, or you are the one that bakes meat pie, or you produce peanuts that people eat, or you produce juice that people drink. Don't you think? As a child of God, when you put your hand on a thing and somebody touches it, the person is supposed to feel the presence of God through that thing. I know some of us will not have the opportunity of maybe coming to the altar, like to lay hands on people that they become healed. That thing that God has given to you is an avenue, is a channel that which you can use to glorify God. 
don't just focus on the money that you will get alone. And that's what Christians do. That's what we, we, we have been doing all this while. If we had, for instance, I produce meat pie. And then before I go out to sell, I declare God's word over the meat pie. I'm not looking after the money that, okay, today let it be good market only. But God, as many that will taste of this meat pie, let the sick ones be healed. As many that has challenges as they eat of this meat pie, let them have direction. And then you find out that people now eat your food. And they, they have this testimony that, ah, wait, oh, the moment I finish eating this food, I discovered that something entered inside of me. And I discovered that things changed inside of me. That way, God Himself will be glorified in that your business. He will do everything to make sure that business doesn't go down. Because you are not just after the money that you will get. You are there for a particular reason. God has given you that office. He gave you that trade. He gave you that business to do. And he gave you a grace attached to it. So we should ask ourselves. The talent, the grace that God has given you. So many of us, God has given us grace. Like when we say a thing, it comes to pass. But instead of using it for God, we are using it the other way, for the devil. So we say, if I say this thing, if I curse you, it will come to pass. So why don't you use the same tongue in declaring God's word, being a blessing to men? Use that same tongue also. Because God has given it to you. Not to destroy people. But to be a blessing. If you use it as a cause to men. You are bearing the gifts. That God has given to you. Because you are not using it to glorify his name. What have you done with the gifts. He gave you. Or what are you doing with it. James chapter 4 verse 17. So then, if we do not, if we do the good we know we should do, hold on. So then, if we do not do the good we know we should do, we are guilty of sin. What the scripture is saying is, you know that this thing is the right thing to do, and you fail to do it. The Bible says it's a sin. I think what the church needs to do is. Ask God for mercy. Because he has bestowed upon us gifts, grace, that we ought to use to glorify his name. But instead, we are using it to praise ourselves. For instance, as a sister, God has given you a good physique. But instead of using it to glorify God, now you go before the mirror, and when you stand before the mirror, you look at yourself. What comes to your mind is, Ah, today, men will suffer. Today, as I go out, ah, I'm hot, I'm this, I'm that. You should know that a time is coming, eh? That same body that you are bragging with, that God has, because God gave you that body, as when somebody sees you outside, with the way you are dressed, and your courage, and the person perceives the spirit of God in you, the person will be like, ah, ah, Person fine like this, and he asks God, No, 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 no. I have to change my ways. Somebody that is beautiful with God's presence, you can draw men to him through you because God gave you this gift, God gave you this physique, not for yourself alone, not for yourself to maybe uh, praise yourself like, Man, I'm looking good, I'm that. No, it's to bring men to his kingdom. And then when you fail to use it to his glory, he will not disturb you. But with time, with time, by the time your body starts deteriorating, <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you'll be like, God, you'll be in depression. God just help you that period because uh, you will know that the off, the, that, that thing he gave to you is not for your use. It's to bring praise to his name. And then when you fail to do this, when you fail to use that which God has given to you to bring praise to his name, all you are doing is you have just buried it. I want you to also know is this. If you like, if God gives you this office, 
and you fail to do it, he will bypass you and give it to another. That's one thing you should know. Always remember this. Whenever God gives you an office, he gives you a grace to do a thing and you fail to do it. Because he said in this word, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. Even your dog. Your dog. Your cat. I didn't know flesh. I didn't know flesh. Very good. So if you fail, you'll be like, ah, God, this grace you have given to me, I will use it for only myself. Oh. Ah, or I will use it the other way around. God will bypass you and go and put it in your dog, in your cat. And bet me, uh, by the time your dog and your cat start declaring God's word, I'm sure you will faint. And if possible, die. Because you, are not going to, you, you will not be able to stand it. That's one thing you should know. It's funny, but let's come to think of it. God gave you an office. He gave you a grace to do this thing. And you failed to do it, to use it to glorify his name. God gave you wisdom as an apostle. You can see people having, maybe, for instance, they're having difficulty in one area. And you have the grace to lead them. To show them the right path to follow. And you fail to use your own gift to show them the right path. You have buried your gift. You see someone going astray from God's ways. You are in possession of what that person needs. Now, what we are talking about possession here is not about money, oh, please. Don't get me wrong. You have something that will change that person's mentality. There is a word that God has put in your mouth. Sometimes, even, even as, a, as a child of God, God puts a song in your heart to sing out. I don't know many, maybe if you experience it, that you just be alone. All of a sudden, there is a boiling, a song going on inside of you. It's like people are singing. They are singing praise. They are singing a particular song. All you need to do at that moment is to sing it out. When you sing it out, you don't know what you have done. You have only declared God's praise. Because by declaring it, there is somebody out there that that arrow will go and touch. So by the time God puts a burden in you, because when we look, look this passage of talent, it's not just being a pastor. It's not just being a bishop. It's not just being a prophet. What we are talking about is the grace. It's an anointing that God has given to you. So God wakes you in the night or you are alone. He leads you to pray in tongues. Because I experienced that at times. You just be alone. And you just feel like saying some things. You just be saying it for like some minutes. Then you stop. If you fail to do that, all you have just done is you buried your gifts. But when you obediently do that which he has put in your mouth, is it a song? You sing it out. Is it praying? A burden concerning a particular concerning a particular situation or concerning your nation, Nigeria, and you pray it, all you have done is you have used that talent and it will yield more for you. The yielding more for you is not that, okay, if I pray now, God puts a body in me, I pray. That means somebody will come and favor me. Somebody will come and bless me. No. The first part of the blessing, the first part of the yielding is the next stage. You go from this class to another class. You go from this stage to another stage. You move from this level that you are to another level. When you finish the first... Because you will not be able to finish it. I don't know if you must have experienced this. That you do something for somebody. You give somebody something. And then you feel one kind of rain. There's this kind of coldness of joy, peace that comes upon you. Do you know why? That one is another grace. You just, uh, you just use the one that God gave to you. You just use the one that he gave to you. And so by using it, you unlock the next stage. He gives you another anointing, another grace for another level. So as we go home today, let's ask ourselves, Lord, where have I missed it? 
the grace that you have given to me, have I been utilizing it? The anointing you gave to me, have I been utilizing it? When I entered today, I saw, I, I overheard mommy praying some prayer points. In my mind, I just said, God, thank you. Because it all points to that direction. That you are here. God has given us graces according to our ability. Everybody has his own ability. The level at which you can go. Some people can pray for three hours. Some can pray for one hour. Some can pray for a whole lifetime. But that particular one that God has given to you, that you can do now, are you doing it? The level at which God has given to you, are you utilizing it? Or are you just the type that says, oh, I beg, I don't tire. I can't do it. Or I'm not worthy. And you know one lie that devil will tell you at a time. Devil will always bring one word to your mind that you are not worthy to do what God asks you to do. Or to, to take that office that God has given to you. And by so doing, it will deprive you of availing yourself for God's use. Irrespective of what you have done in time past, irrespective of what you think you have done, don't ever allow the devil bring that word to your heart. Because it will bring depression. It's okay. You feel like, God, I'm not worthy to be called your servant. To. But avail yourself. Bring yourself for his use and he will use you. Don't say I'm not worthy. Then you now run away from his work. No. Because if you run away from it, you are only wasting time. Time that you cannot redeem. Except for God's mercy. So, we should always know that God has given us a gift. He has given you a grace. As a minister, as a chorister, God has given you a grace. That when you sing, people get healed. People receive their healing. They receive words of wisdom. They receive direction. By the time you minister God's word, people's lives are transformed. Because what? You are utilizing that gift. Like God's servant told us, in the scripture it says, that when I sent you, lack ye anything, God has always promised us that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So, now, I think one thing we, we, we are doing is this. You know, when we pray that God anoint me, anoint my hand, let me be able to heal, we are expecting that when we stretch our hand like this, we want to be seeing the fire physically coming out. It is not in your duty to see what's coming out of your hand. Just stretch the hand. Lay the hands. See, irrespective of the place you're coming from, irrespective of your size, God does not look at your size. It is your ability to avail yourself. He's only looking for who we... See, the reason why some people have this grace more and more upon them is every opportunity they get, they seize it. They want to utilize it. When they see that, ah, somebody is sick, even if they are not feeling it, like, because you don't expect to feel God's power, like, it's moving in your body. You're feeling it first before you know that you have God's power. He said, my word is near that tongue. It's in your tongue. My word is near thee. Just say it. Your duty is to what? Say it. God will never allow his word to fall to the ground. So it is his duty to honor his word. So don't wait until maybe you see your hand fire coming out physically first. Before you know that you carry God. As long as you have given your life to God. God has given you his grace, his anointing to function. So when you go out, anything you are doing, always have this consciousness that God has placed something inside of me and people will benefit of it. God has placed a gift inside of me. People will benefit of it. The food you are cooking, when somebody eats your food, 
eh? let the person eat anointing because your fingers touch the food. The office where you operate, hmm? when people come in contact with you, hmm? the ones that are still in the dark, let them see the light of God and then be drawn to the light of God. The office you are operating, for instance, as an Uber driver or boat driver, when somebody enters your car, let the few seconds that the person will spend in your car, let them see God. Let them be reminded of God. That way, you have utilized the talent God has given to you. When people come in contact with you, when you meet people day by day, let your life be a pointer to Jesus. By the time your life points them to Jesus, you are utilizing the grace upon your life. Not that, okay, when people come close to you, the thought that comes to their mind is iniquity, sin. For instance, sorry to say, but without apology, as a sister, you work in an office. Sisters, please don't be offended though. You work in an office and then someone comes to your office. Your, your look, what image does it portray in the heart of men? What does your look, what image does your look portray in the heart of men? I'm sure seeing a sister well-dressed or a brother well-dressed decently there is no way immoral thought will come to your heart if you see a brother or a sister well-dressed to the glory of God and then you still have immoral thought just know that that person needs deliverance that person is just destroyed he needs deliverance seriously because uh -uh, the fire the person carries will not even permit you to think nonsense but rather, it will not because it depends. That's why sometimes they say, Holy fire, born upon my altar. Because one, we have different types of fire. Some fire are fire of iniquity. Some are fire of what? Holiness. Some are fire of purity. Some are fire of sanctification. So when they come in contact with you as a child of God, the fire in you will determine the picture they will have in their heads. So, as I round up, the question is, the gift I gave you, what have you been doing with it? Or what have you done with it? Let men see God. Let your appearance, let whatever you do point men to Christ. That way, you are utilizing the gift that God has given to you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I thought you were clapping more than that. Hallelujah. You know, um, I feel privileged and honored. Saint God raising great apostles in our midst. Yeah, Majestica is an apostolic center where men are equipped for their assignments. And I've seen that uh, being accomplished every day. God bless you, Father. We ask for more insight, more wisdom. That Lord God, you will walk in him and walk through him. And to the glory of your name alone. Amen. As always, I just highlight something. And every time uh, message is preached, and you refuse to write anything. And if I have to bring out the nugget, make sure you give all three or five thousand. Because I, I wonder why people come to church, they don't have notebook. They still, re, uh, they still rely on their smartphone. Smart phone we just crash one day you will lose out hallelujah but i'm not happy to sister sisters we are very sorry in case where you guys were used because when you say i am hot because the only one place i do is hot is hair fire mm -hmm. see i am very hot ah, sister you are hot is the only little one place hair fire because the only place that is hot is hair fire it's Maru that said it. I was Ali, Ali Rudi, Rudi that what Maru said. 
then he said don't run from god run to god no matter what don't run from god but run to god hallelujah he said don't be afraid to declare the word god will always honor his word his word will never fall on the fallow ground hallelujah he said be conscious of your gifts and be readily available to use your gift so the message in case you are looking for the title of the message is titled nurture and maximize your gift did you agree with that title nurture and that is it so that is the title and now uh we are fearful and wonderfully made so even that your physique is a gift from god use this as unto the don't go to the mirror and say i am very hot and don't lead people to a place that is hot hallelujah uh, so when you say you wake up one day you just after you wake up whether you are a brother or your sister you look at yourself on the you say, ah, i am hot sister you are in trouble today brothers are hot in trouble today you can see i'm hot you can only go to one place that is hot i mean we not go to hot zone hallelujah <laughs> your gift is meant to glorify god even your physique even that your fine face use it to glorify god hallelujah there is something very profound here he said everyone has a role to play in the body of christ everyone there is no one without a gift every one of us has been given a talent we can see that in the book of uh, matthew chapter 13 verse 12 to uh, uh to him that uses uh, his gift more will be given so if you use or utilize the one you're giving her uh, more will be discovered hallelujah every used gift i mean every unused gift is a wasted one and god is not a waster if he has given you a gift he, he, he knew that you are capable of utilizing it so please don't let your gift to be dormant in you whether you are uh, uh, an operator of a restaurant whatever you do you bleed hair you own a baby salon whatever it is or whatever let god factor be involved in it in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah you cannot maximize your gift if you have refused to nurture it you cannot maximize it you have to nurture it first so in other words he was saying um don't just think of doing the big one without recognizing the small one first or maximize i mean and nurture the small one I, I thought i said matthew 13 12 just look let's look at it The one I will take home is that when you wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, whether you are a sister or a brother, let your appearance, your personality lead people to a glorious place. Hallelujah. And it's only one place that is glorious. Where is it? Uh -huh. Not hot zone. I am, you are hot. That is, that is something. You are hot. <laughs> He said, for whoso, for, for whosoever heart, to him shall be given. And he shall have what? And in other words, if you utilize the little that you have discovered, more will be given. That's what he's saying. That your, that your voice now, ability to write song, ability to sing or whatever. If you just utilize it you nurture it it will be amplified by god that is what it is so don't waste your anointing don't bury your talent don't bury your gift rise to your feet hallelujah god bless you brother maru we appreciate your ministry hallelujah hallelujah ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 say whatsoever your hand finally to do do it well whatsoever your hand finally to do do it well whatsoever your hand find it to do do it well in other words whatever you have identified as god's blessing to you or gift of god in your life do it well don't be passive about it hallelujah father we say thank you let this word bring forth result in our life 
let it bring manifold result in the name of jesus lord god we align oh god with all that you've taught us today lord god as we go your word will be planted in our spirit your presence will go home with us in the name of jesus in this season of covenant of preservation our lives are preserved in the name of jesus our lives are preserved in the name of jesus no evil will befall us in the name of jesus no plague will come to our dwelling in the name of jesus lord we declare we decree that our lives are preserved in the name of jesus our needs are supplied in the name of jesus we receive abundance of blessing in the name of jesus whatever we touch will be blessed whatever we say will be blessed in the name of jesus because of us our families are blessed because of us those we walk with they are blessed because of us those we come in contact with they will be saved in the name of jesus use us oh god as willing instruments for your kingdom to advance your kingdom that when men come in contact with us they will come in contact with your essence in the name of jesus thank you abba father let no one live here the same anyone that enter here with any cause that cause is broken in the name of jesus anyone that enter here with any form of struggle that struggle is terminated anyone that enter here with any form of body that body is lifted in the name of jesus the bible said by the reason of anointing every yoke is broken every yoke is broken over you you are free because the bible said who the son of god set free is free indeed you are free you are free you are liberated in the name of jesus christ it shall be a month of blessing to you it shall be a prosperous month to you in the name of jesus you are blessed and you are highly favored in jesus mighty name amen